This episode of the comment section is brought to you by Captain Morgan Sliced. Since the dawn of bread, we've known the truth. Sliced is better. That's why new Captain Morgan Sliced went all in on four bold, deliciously sliced cocktail style flavors. Pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find Sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan & Co. Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus only. Wait till they ask for skinless grapes. That's okay. <laughs> my son literally wants skinless grapes. And I'm like, how do you even peel a grape? I was like, that's that's a grandma thing. She did this to you, didn't she? she <laughs> I know she's skinning your grapes. And now I have to skin your grapes. Girl, thanks a lot. Now I thanks, have to mom. do it. <laughs> And welcome back to another episode of the comment section show starring me, your fave, even though you don't care about me anymore ever since we got such amazing, wonderful guests the entire show. Thanks a lot. Anyways, on to the wonderful, amazing guests, the iconic, the legendary, the one, the only Miss Desi Perkins. Hello. Wow, what an intro. I'm so happy. I really liked that. I need to come here every single time. I need a little like I'll gas everyone. Ego boost. Everyone that comes here, I'm a huge fucking fan. That's that's the best. I may not be a fan, but I'm gonna be a fan today. (laughs) You wouldn't be able to tell, Desi. I wouldn't. If I wasn't a fan, you wouldn't be able to tell. I'm just kidding. I don't have anyone I hate on the show, that's for sure. That's good. Yeah. I it would be kind of entertaining. It would, yeah, you know, I've been I've been pitched that before. But I always think like if you wanna spout your rhetoric like get your own show that's <laughs> i did that that's right <laughs> <laughs> highly recommend if you can do it do it and then if you do i'll be mean to you about it but miss desi i'm so happy to have you honored so to have you to in my here. presence i'm excited i'm glad our paths have crossed i know literally like, i always watch your stuff and my husband's always like <laughs> like he's kind of scared he's like what <laughs> I'm like, yeah, listen. Your husband's one of the good ones. Yeah. You know how I know? When me and uh, you met for the first time in person, we met at the Barbie premiere. And when we were there, you were like, let's take a picture. And I said, oh, period, bitch. And then your husband, Steven, right? Yeah. Your husband holds up the phone. This is not a joke. He puts on the front facing camera, has a light in his pocket, turns it on, and he holds it like this. And then he's clicking it, and we're just posing. Serving cup. Yes. No, honestly, if he sees anyone taking a picture, it doesn't even have to be me. And they're like in bad lighting. He'll just come up with the light and be like, <laughs> that's how I know. That's how yeah. I know. The vibes were very high. He's a really good fan. He is. I picked a when he one. was doing that, I was like watching it happen. And then I told my man when I went home <laughs> and he goes, I got to step my game up. I said, no, for real. Steven had a, a, a light. He said, you listen, know what I mean? Listen, though, you have to give him some grace, your man's, because we've been in this for like a decade That's doing true. social, you know? That is true. It's, it takes time. There's it a does. lot of training involved. It does. He does take all my pictures, which we love. Yeah. But I say, but you don't got a light. Steven has a light. <laughs> and he put the front facing camera on. That way knows. I can see He's myself. Like, we got to see. We got to make and sure we look pose. cute. Yeah, it was good. Girl, that's how I was like, that's how I knew. Good man right there. Stamp of approval. That was the reason I chose him to be my, the, the father of my children. There you go. It was like, that was what it, that was. <laughs> that was like, he had a ring light. You said, um, put a baby that's in the me. One. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one for me. No. You've been in the game for a very long time. Yeah. How's it? Have you seen it change? Oh, shift girl, dramatically? Like a whole different ball game now it's like i don't even know who i'm talking to right now who are these people <laughs> i don't even know it's like a whole different landscape it's been crazy because when i started it wasn't even a job yet now it's like yeah. people actively want to be like an influencer yeah they're like but back then, school yeah. it was just like 
No, it was just I wanted to get more clientele to do makeup. Like I didn't yeah. know that this was going to happen. Did and you then start just in makeup too? Yeah, I started in makeup. Are you self-taught? Are you self-taught? Love that. Self-taught. I started doing makeup for TV for um, like some celebrities, and then I just was like, wait, I don't really love this. Actually, it's yeah. kind of this is a lot. And I then I found YouTube, and I just threw myself into YouTube because I loved it. That's not not crazy. as a job though, just like as a hobby. Yeah. The next thing you know, it was like I got an email saying, "Hey, we would love to send you some stuff for free." And I was like, "Steven, people want to send me stuff for free. Can you believe this? Like, what?" That's like one of those moments where you're like, "Damn, I think this might be turning into right? something." Right? I was like, "Wait a minute." Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, here we are. It's kind of crazy. That's so cool. Also, I just want to say too, when you announced your first pregnancy mm -hmm. with Ocean, that. I, I went down a like huge rabbit hole because I hadn't watched your content in a minute because I went to college and then I stopped watching YouTube for a while, yeah. which I was like bummed about. But I saw your stuff all over Instagram and I was like, no way. Yeah. That's so sweet. So yeah. I went and I watched your whole journey and I cried. I cried like I was there, girl. <laughs> Honestly, I've rewatched it recently and I was like, whoa. That's crazy. I was crying. I was like, I just want to hug that person. Yeah. I was going through infertility struggles and it was just like seven years of trying to have babies. Yeah. It was That's, hard. I think too, like that was something I think. That's one of those moments where I feel like when you have an audience, it humanizes you to them. Like for a while, they see you as like, like this person that's it's not like a real person. They're yeah. like, oh, she's like she's an influencer. She's someone who doesn't like feel or have struggles or anything. She has such a wonderful, fortunate life, which is also true. But then at the same time, that was something I think people started seeing you in a much different light. Like they were like, I had no idea that you were going through those struggles yeah. like to that extent yeah because no, you didn't definitely. really share that was that like people new were kind of shocked yeah it was but it was um it actually was a huge turning point for me in my career and yeah. actually any time that I have humanized myself it was like a huge turning point in my career really like in the beginning when YouTube first started everybody was about being perfect and very put together and overproduced yeah. and like it's very different now yeah but it was like trying to be this perfect person. And then when finally I like, as I went on and started to get out of my shell, I mm -hmm. let go of that, those perfectionist traits and I started yeah. showing real moments. And that's when I realized that's what people want to connect with Yeah, is real moments and not the perfect picture. Yeah. It's like the vulnerability is what mm. people gravitate towards. Yeah. Because you, you, I think too, like the era that you rose in YouTube was like what you said, like everything was like picture perfect, mm -hmm. like very like that's like life goals, family goals, marriage goals. Like that's what people, it was like a curated yeah. picture. Whereas now I feel like, like you said, it's changed a lot. It's like shifted where people want to yeah. see the ugly side of things too. Yeah. They which, only like me when I'm ugly now. Yeah. <laughs> They're not going to like me here. To, no, no, they, they want, cunt, they're they, like, come on. Yeah, they don't I want can't me to, to that. They want me to be like, my postpartum hair is just like flying. They want me to be titties swinging and banging with a big, big T-shirt on. Yeah. And like stain, they like that. They're like, that's the kind of, that's the Desi that's what, I like. That's where they want me to be. <laughs> thank God, because I I love to be there. <laughs> You're all, thank God. That was exhausting. I am there six days out of the week. And one day I will show up like this. <laughs> So. It's also, I think, too, like, it's beautiful to see your family grow because now you're yeah. a mother of two. I know. It's the How best. has that been? It's such a journey. I love, I mean, I've, we've, Steven and I, I think we're lucky because we both really wanted babies and we've been yeah. trying so hard. So this happening for us has been like, we enjoy it so much. And yeah. I think this is what we've always wanted. Mm -hmm. And 
it's crazy because somewhere along the way, it's like my career, my career, my career. And really, like, the ultimate dream for both of us was to start our family above yeah. our career. So yeah. now, since we're both on the same page, it's just been amazing and we both always put like family first i love that yeah. i know i see your family you're so close to your family mm -hmm. including like your mom and like i see your mom's in your stuff a lot yeah and she lives down the street from you she lives that's all that was all a part of my plan <laughs> you're just like me for real i you're said just like listen me. mom i look there's a house for you down yeah. the street yeah it's so great no we're all so close like i think i told my mom the other day i said i don't think it's normal for families to get together like my brothers me my mom my kids every single night for dinner like we get together <laughs> i love that that's so i feel bad for my mom that's <laughs> that's so me coded because i'm literally the same way with my mom and my sister my brother my dad like we all live like two minutes from each that's other so like down the street like i moved from one house to another and i was like a lot closer to my mom than even though like when i was next to my sister we were like 10 minutes down the road but i moved so now i'm like 30 second drive from my mom's house and my sister's 10 minutes away and i remember being like oh my god like she's so far like she needs to move back and now she just she literally moves tomorrow. oh my god 10 minutes away <laughs> literally i was like she's literally so far away like i can't leave her over there by herself it's just because we're all like so attached family oriented yeah yeah my I mom i was like thing. well you really thought you're gonna get rid of your kids after a certain <laughs> age but we're all here psych <laughs> right i know I, le I need my mom so bad all the time for literally everything in life so grateful but i'm really glad i think that's that shows too i think through your content because it's very indicative that you're very family oriented i think that's why you've been around for so long to be honest because you get grounded keep stay grounded yeah. throughout it because it's like a really weird like once you get thrust into it and you rise really fast it is so strange like the things the access you get like yeah the visibility you have it's just so different it happened and i think now for anyone who rises now it's a lot different for them yeah like, i don't know you tell me because i feel like you rise really quickly and then it's just explosive i think mm -hmm. when you get to that place yeah and for anyone who came up in like the youtube days it was like a slow and Burn, steady yeah and so i think over time you had enough time to build really close personal relationships yep. with your audience and yep. it just was years and years so i think like the audience is super loyal yeah because that's true it's you know it wasn't just like quick and it wasn't a lot of people either now it's like every day there's somebody that somebody you new love to blowing watch, up yeah you know so it's a lot different it's like uh it was much more rare back then and now it's much more common so it's much it's harder to stand out yeah when you're like exploding when everybody explodes it's like we're all it's exploding hard to, out here everyone's yeah. exploding <laughs> everybody's doing it because of everyone's short success. form yeah yeah short form content is it's a lot different but i think that's what i love about your content is that it's it's evolved over time but it's like the foundation has stayed the same which yeah. is why i think your audience is so loyal because they're like you're still the same person you were 10 years ago yeah and i think my audience too they're like oh we're moms now too yeah they so grow like, with you yeah they're kind of growing with me they're like we love to see these phases because they're yeah. also going through it so yeah it's, it's great when you had uh your second baby was there a big difference between ocean and harley no honestly some people say like two kids is like 30 or you know 100 or whatever but i feel like two is just it is definitely a little harder but not as hard as i thought it was gonna be really so far she's are there still, are their personalities very different uh she's a little sassy she's, yeah but she, they're both no i they wouldn't i wouldn't say they're super different but she's definitely like you're not going to boss me around <laughs> like ocean really tries it with her and she will not allow it she's like you're funny no she's like try again <laughs> yeah. 
I may be smaller than you, but I she will throw. She will throw a punch, and I was like, <laughs> you're like, uh oh. And Steven's Ocean, like, that's your side of the Ocean's family. Face. Yeah, probably. Ocean's <laughs> face was like, she. he took a toy from her and she like slapped him. And I was, we <laughs> all were shocked. And he was like, oh, <laughs> mommy, Harley hit me. And I was like, well, well did you take a toy from her hand? Mm-hmm. It's like, she definitely shouldn't have hit you. But it's like, I'm such a, I'm such a mom now. I have to yeah. mother them. And like, yeah, both, it's both sides. It's a whole different ball game. So. Yeah. You know, it's so funny. My brother, when, cause my sister and I are two years apart in age, but my brother is nine years younger than me. So like my sister and I weren't planned. My brother was mm-hmm. so like my brother's like the baby. And so he, uh, is, is spoiled as per usual. And yeah. he's the only boy. Yeah. But when he was a baby and he was teething, he went through like a real biting phase. And so uh, <laughs> like my mom told this preschool, she's like, yeah, he's like super into biting. Like just a FYI they're like okay and so they kind of had these problems and then one day she was like oh an incident happened like his teacher because I was with my mom when we picked him up and she's like yeah he bit someone today because she took something from him so he bit her and it hurt so she cried but then she slapped him across the face hard as hell never bit again see sometimes Sometimes it works sometimes it works you know what i mean and i was like i stand with women so right i'm with her you're like you shouldn't have bit her (laughs) that's what you get cause and effect my friend (laughs) consequences so now that you're a working mom of two have you seen like has the perception changed at all of like how people perceive you now that you're a mom because you know there's like this online perception that like you can only be one girl you can't be hot and a mom you can't be working and a mom yeah you can't be a lot of things yeah when you're a mom yeah you can't be it's crazy how fast it switches up because yeah before i was a mom it was comments like oh poor guy give him a baby give that man a baby like everything was on me to give this man a baby little this is when they nobody knew i was going through issues yeah but it's like they really hype you up to be a mom and then a lot of times when you become one it's like okay we're done with you and then you you post like like a thirst trap and then they're like you're a mother you're yeah i'm like you're a mom so it's like okay and that did that stop me from being hot? I didn't right. think so. No, I would like to be a MILF. <laughs> and that's okay. Wouldn't everybody? Like, yeah. hello? Yeah. No, it's it's definitely different. It's funny because there's so many people will perceive you through their own personal, you know, it's like it's a reflection lens. of them. Yeah. So it's crazy because on one half, I will get people who are like, wow, you are an entrepreneur. You're yeah. a mother. You're a wife. You're just doing it all. Like, I'm so proud of you. And they just hype me up. And I'm like, I love you guys. Yeah. And then there's another set of people who will just be like, "Ugh, you just like fell off, even though I'm doing all of these things, you yeah. know, but it's just like you don't post content like you used to. You're just a mom now. Like, uh, everything is so mommy. And I'm like. What did you want me to do? <laughs> Hello, did you not see my series where I tried to have babies for seven? Yes, I'm going to be a mom now. Literally, I love it. and all my content is going to be right. around moms or me. Yeah, like, it's... I did. I did a podcast and like I, I went through the comments for like yeah. a sec, and I saw one that said, uh, "Oh my gosh, well, I forgot about her. She's like, I feel like she's gotten a little bit irrelevant. She really needed this." <laughs> Okay. I said, <laughs> um, she owns two businesses. So I like, was like, okay. <laughs> like, 
not including YouTube, babe. No, but it made me giggle a little bit because it showed me that some people that that just showed me that that person cares about fame. They care about yeah. being in the spotlight yeah. and how that's what matters to them. So yeah. they think that I hold value in that. Yeah. Whereas I'm like, the only people I would like to be relevant to is my family. Like it literally, period. I'm working, and then when I'm done working, I want to be relevant to them. Like period. That's and I'm so happy here. So I'm like, you have different values than I do. It's also someone. It has to be someone younger. Like, because yeah, you're huge. I'm like, that's not a joke. I'm not just <laughs> gassing her. Like she, she's like one of the most famous makeup YouTubers from like back in the day. Not even that long ago. Like literally right. like seven years ago. Like back huge, in the day. huge, yeah. huge, huge. No, no, yeah. But like I'm 27, going to be 28. So I remember how big you were <laughs> and how big you are now. Like, I just remember your rise. And then it's been steady ever since. Yeah, I just so, post different content now. Like, maybe I'm not so makeup based anymore, but... I'm, but that's okay. You know. Well, also, like, you grow and you change. Yeah. And, like, My values are different. Yeah. And your interests change. They grow. They grow past what you initially blew up for. It's yep. kind of the same thing. Like, it's like, especially with social media, because it's so fleeting, if you don't evolve your content or, like start doing new things or like reinventing yourself in different ways you will fade like yeah you will not no one wants to watch you do the same thing no for 10 and if years. i was creating content like i was before the same type of makeup content it yeah. wouldn't be doing as good right now like no, it it's wouldn't. A, that was a different time yeah exactly so i always say like my whole life thing is i just want to be creating yeah. i don't need to be in the limelight to do that i just want to do it so for me it's like i like to create content that inspires me so i only do that now and yeah. i and i can do that because i'm also doing the businesses it's not well, that's my... why i said you also have two very successful businesses Thank too you. she has You're a skincare best. line <laughs> and a sunglasses line yeah. both of which are doing very well so yeah. that's why i'm like it depends on your lens of what you find to be successful yeah. but like it's also it's indicative like you said of what they perceive you to be as opposed to what your goals are yeah because i was like it always depends on what your goals are like what if your goal wasn't to be like the most famous actress in the world like yeah. it's like their one measure is like you're either beyonce or you're irrelevant right like there's many different levels of success yeah. like and relevancy it really just depends exactly there's people that are huge on tiktok that maybe i haven't come across and exactly. they're like millions and millions and millions yeah. and so it's just i've never the heard of them so big well now. yeah there are people like that have like 25 million on tiktok and i've never heard of them personally and like I am on TikTok, I, I blew up on TikTok yeah. and I still don't know who they are. So it's like, it's very possible. That's why I'm like, for people like yourself who are still around, like you remind me of like, it's you like Jackie, Ina, like people that have been in the game for a long time and still have a very strong, loyal audience. Yeah. That's relevancy, babe. What do you mean irrelevant? <laughs> irrelevant where, girl? I don't know what your measure of irrelevancy is. So many of my high school friends obsessed with you. Oh, you were like their favorite makeup YouTubers. So that's why I was like, yeah, that she follows sense. me, so nice period. <laughs> when I saw you, follow I me, love I said, you. Miss Desi follows me. I love your content. So good. <laughs> So good. Okay, so we're going to talk about, speaking of being like a mom or a hot person or a, like a working mom, like how they the world perceives working moms. That's what we're talking about today. Our topic is uh, being a bad bitch working mom, period, because yeah. it is possible to be both and how the world perceives women who work and are also mothers as opposed to like how they perceive men who are because right. the the perception is very different like when you see men who are fathers and they're also content creators they're like oh goals Best goals goals ever. goals like oh look at him cleaning the kitchen yeah <laughs> look at him making lunch for his children oh. Ugh, love it the and standards then, are so low for it's, men. <laughs> it's crazy 
crazy. They're like, look at him spending quality time with his child. I know. Yeah, by law, probably. <laughs> and also, like, that's what he's supposed to do. I know. It's crazy. It really is like... I mean, at one point, are you like, what do you want from us? You know, like, <laughs> exactly. You, you don't want women to like just be stay at home moms because then we're just stay at home moms or yeah. we're mooching off of yeah. our Partners. man's money. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Or like, but you don't want them to be working moms either because then they're not, they're not good in the workplace anymore. Once you yeah. become a mom, it's whatever. You're yeah. just, you know, it's like, I just feel like motherhood and being a woman is a lot of that. It's Absolutely. Like, yeah. You don't you don't fit here, but we also don't want you there. We don't want you at restaurants. We don't you want want you on planes. We don't yeah. want you in the workplace. We don't even think you're good enough to stay home. I feel yeah. like that's lazy. So yeah. like where the where do you want us to go? Yeah, like where, where are we, we going? What the fuck are we supposed to where do, girl? Where are we going? Well, it's <laughs> also like it's it's the same kind of weird perception of like if you post your like let's say you and Steven go out on a date night or something or you go on a trip and you don't have the kids they're like where are your kids right where are the kids at I left them at home alone what the fuck do you think they are girl <laughs> like they're being taken care of what are you talking right. about they also don't want you to have help so it's that like- <laughs> too they're like oh are you just never gonna spend time with your children right like I've seen videos where people get night nannies and things like that and the comments are very much like wow you can't take care of your own baby blah, blah, blah. it's like oh. <laughs> <laughs> when did you want like there's other parts of the world it's our society because there's other parts of the world that really really cater to they moms thrive off of that, and yeah. children and everything yep. is so much easier for them so it's really a societal issue yeah and it's crazy because if it's a societal issue then it's really just your problem it's, it's like man-made it's a, yeah it's a man-made issue yeah it is it's absolutely issue. It's, it is it doesn't have to be and yeah no i i've definitely experienced some stuff and i'm really glad that i have my own business where i don't have to yeah you know, worry about those kinds of things. Yeah, like maternity leave or yeah. having to like go back or be away from your kids kind right. of thing. Yeah. And that's like and that's also something I feel like most uh creators like yourself who just so happen to be mothers too, um, you're very aware of and you're like, I know I know how lucky it is yeah. I am that I get to work from home and I get to be with my kids. Um, that doesn't make being a mom any less hard. It's hard no matter what. Right. Circumstances just vary, it just depends. Like it's just it's being a parent is fucking hard in general. It is so like so hard, and and especially if you're li- being a parent in the spotlight, like that's even worse. And it's like it also you can it can be beautiful and it can be magical. It could also be traumatic, yeah. and it can also be isolating, and it can yeah. also you know be a little sad sometimes, chaotic. It can be all of those things, and I feel time, like yeah. people pick you apart for like showing the real side of motherhood sometimes like and how fucking hard it is and it's like no this is the reality because then there's also people they're like why didn't anyone tell me this about motherhood it's like because when we talk about the 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 negative negative side people get really upset about it and they're like well stop complaining (laughs) i'm not complaining this is like just reality of being a mom well there's also like this this like weird perception that like you're no longer you anymore you're a mom yeah so you're you you no longer have any autonomy or any like you're not entitled to feeling at all anymore it has to surround 
you being a mom like it's like well at least you're a mom well yeah no one ever said that like she wasn't thankful to be a mother like but there are also sides that are are hard and and scary and traumatic and that's fair and valid and like women don't lose all of their identity just because they have children it's like that's the part that they don't they don't like distinguish anymore it's like you can only be one yeah once you're a mom that's all you are you're never a person anymore you're never a woman you're never someone allowed to have feelings nothing honestly sometimes i wonder what people used to talk to me about before I had kids because I'm like (laughs) didn't we have conversations like before this because yeah yeah. this episode is brought to you by Priceline when it comes to travel we all have that happy place we're always daydreaming about whether it's the snow-capped mountains white sand beaches a best friend's wedding or even a hometown visit we all have one my happy place personally is my second home which is in Hawaii and everybody knows because that's where I've been living and I live there and in California and I love Hawaii and I love traveling there. So wherever your happy place is, Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. And did you know that when you bundle and save with Priceline, you can save up to 625 bucks when you book your flights and hotels together? We all know the feeling. A hundred open tabs across 50 different sites trying to find the best deal. Just use Priceline and simply book your entire trip in one place. They truly have deals you cannot find anywhere else. And everybody loves a good deal, girl. So make sure you get that value off of Priceline. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Captain Morgan Sliced. In fruit and life, there's no juice without the slice. It's what freed the pineapple from the rind and turned your old jeans into cute jorts. Introducing Captain Morgan Sliced, four cocktail-inspired, ready-to-drink flavors. Pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find Sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan & Co., Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus only. I think I saw I saw a TikTok once of this girl and she was um, she's a new mom. I think she had just had her second baby, Um, but she's young. She's like in her early 20s. But she was talking. She was basically just sitting in her car crying. And she was like, this is just like something I have to do sometimes. Like, it's just really hard. And she's like a stay at home mom. So she's like, sometimes it's really, really hard being a mom. And she's just like crying in the car. <laughs> and she's like, this doesn't mean I don't love my children. This doesn't mean I'm not right. thankful. It's just fucking hard. It's really, really hard sometimes. And I saw the video. A lot of a lot of the comments were like, I wish more people showed stuff like this, which is what makes me think of when you post your struggles. Yeah. Like regardless of how like big or small people perceive them to be like, they're still very valid. Like. And sometimes people need to see that so they can like feel like they're not alone. They feel seen. Yeah. Like I, I can post like a selfie where I feel like really good, whatever. Nobody mm-hmm. cares. <laughs> I post talking about like real shit yeah. and I'm getting all of these messages. People are like, oh my gosh, thank God. Like I feel yeah. seen. And I think that's what's important. It's like you're trying to build connection with other moms that are also going through it. When I see those videos, I'm like, I all feel for them. And also I have had car moments. I don't know what it is about the car, but it's like (laughs) the only place you can find peace and you just go there for a minute and you just kind of like have to gather yourself and go back in. Being a stay at home mom as your full time job is actually one of the hardest things. Literally, literally the hardest thing. Actually. Okay. And like I've had a lot of different jobs and I will say that like 
if that is probably the hardest, yeah, getting a break and being able to go to your day job, even it is hard when you have kids because you miss them and you're yeah. going somewhere, but still like being 24 seven job, that's exhausting. No, 24 seven, no alone, no alone time, no alone time. It's like, you're always doing something. Yeah. Cleaning something, picking something up. And it's like someone. after you put them to sleep, you get like two alone hours to yourself and you have to either choose to have alone time and yeah. like scroll mindlessly yeah. or like shoot my house is a mess clean up and yeah reset for the next day it's crazy. You're just constantly <laughs> it's a hamster wheel yeah i know that's why when i saw it i was like that's so like sad that's awful that she felt that way but it's also like beautiful that so many moms like found yeah uh, community there like they were like oh the amount of times I've gone to my car the amount of times <laughs> just but like also when car. you have a new baby it does get better like when yeah. you're freshly postpartum yeah. that is like the time that you should be the most attentive to the people in your life who have had babies because let me tell you it's mm -hmm. a flu of emotions okay I finally just got out of that feeling but it was really? like it's tough but then you get you pass that threshold and it's like okay now we're just at a like normal motherhood yeah that, that's like the fun part <laughs> yeah now <laughs> <laughs> was those first months are crazy i know i can only fucking imagine oh my god especially like you know especially creators like yourself who are doing it in the spotlight with like where everyone's an expert everyone's right. a parenting expert everybody's a child expert i'm actually knows. pretty lucky because i thought that when i became like a mom people would just be like bombarding you bombarding me with mm -hmm. you're doing that blah, blah blah you shouldn't be doing that in my people are cool. That's great. They, I'm so glad. They let me mother. They That's let me good. live. I haven't really gotten that, but I, that was like my number one fear. And I feel like. Yeah. Well, and it's also probably too, because like you said, your audience is long standing and they're consistent and they're loyal. So yeah. they've been with you and they've seen how much you struggled in the beginning too. Okay. So since we're talking about being a bad bitch mom that's our topic for today mm -hmm. for those of you who don't know what we do here on the comment section is we bring videos that i was tagged in that are applicable to our topic today and then we're just gonna laugh kiki uh talk shit whatever is required of all right us. all right let's do it okay so this first video is a woman on a podcast says she read that many new mothers returning to work are so badly treated because their teams consider them a burden and assume they always want to go home early, have brain fog or can't focus. And the treatment is so bad that many women returning to work are either hounded out of their jobs or choose to leave voluntarily, which is so fucking sad. <laughs> that true. is so fucking sad, especially in a country that doesn't offer enough maternity leave yeah no it's the worst at all here. yeah like it's truly the worst here and no country. assistance like other countries offer assistance yeah post maternity it help you yeah. take care of the baby and everything yeah we don't offer anything especially during the postpartum months like yeah. they they take care of you you like mm -hmm. live in the hospital for like three months they give paternity leave too yeah like more than enough time for you to like some places give you like a year or two years so like those most are the places most. it's like a year yeah and like, here it's like girl it's like two weeks max <laughs> like, back to work back to work get back in the office immediately and then when you get there they treat you differently because it's so awful baby. because you're you're like your hormones aren't leveled it's like yeah i just think you guys all have mothers like yeah you have no compassion for these people and you know what's really sad is that i think most people who don't have kids yet and men will never understand because they'll never be in that position mm -hmm. where they can sympathize with that feeling. Mm -hmm. Like even me before having kids, um, I have one of my best friends who, when she had 
a baby. She had, you know, a few kids. And after I had my kids, I realized like, I probably should have called her more. Mm. Like I should have called her more and checked on her, but I didn't realize what it was like because I didn't experience it yet. So then I'm looking at everyone that are are leaving comments or saying these things at the workplace. Like they've probably never experienced this. They're never going to sympathize with this feeling. Well, it's also like pregnancy is so much more than just like growing a child. Like, yeah, that's part of it. But it can be violent and taxing and exhausting and horrible, like all at the same time that it is great. Like, like you're so excited and you're so grateful. And at the same time, it could wreak havoc on your body and like cause the most insane, like medical issues and risk and complication. Like, it's just crazy to think like, oh, okay, so you just gave birth, like, like you're fine. It's just crazy. That's great. That's insane behavior to think like the way some men view pregnancy as something that's super easy and you get a free vacation. It's right. just insane. But I think like we as a side perpetuate that it's so much easier because, again, yeah. people get mad if we talk about all the real exactly, shit. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like then people think, oh, they're like validated in those it's assumptions. Easy. Like, yeah, yeah let's see. It's great. Just I saw a video where a girl said um, it's possible like her her nipple like fell off after breastfeeding because they were so dry and cracked. And then she had to take it back to the hospital and they they like put it back on. I told my boyfriend that he goes, are you lying to me? I was like, I'm not lying. That is very true. It happens a lot. Yep. And he was like, what? Right. I just want to see a man go through half this shit (laughs) and then just see how like society flips the switch to accommodate because it, I just like wouldn't genuinely. Be, yeah, it just wouldn't be the same. Not at all. Like, I'm sorry. The way the world it's would like, shift drastically if men had, if like, like cis men had to give birth. If the you way ripped the from your front to your back, I would like to see. <laughs> yeah, I would crazy. like to see you go back to work and handle shit like a boss. That's insane. Because the reality is, women are doing it every day, and we're like still caring for the baby and yeah. waking up twirly. Yeah, yep, mm-hmm. five times Staying a night. It's just crazy. And sometimes still cooking and cleaning yeah. when you get home after working. Right. It's funny because my um, the girl who did my extensions, she just had a baby. She said she's eight weeks postpartum. Oh, wow. And I said, girl, and you're on your feet and you're working, bitch. And she was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I just like I, I wanted I need to go back to work. But she's like, thankfully, I have my mom like he helps. She helps me out. And I was like, a girl. Yeah. She stood on her feet and did my hair for like four and a half hours. Listen, women are incredible. They That's really the one thing. are. I, I wish everyone could just see how incredible women are. It's like I see it all the time. Yeah. It's crazy. Especially that tear, bitch. That is real. That is so real. Right. I literally saw... Uh, <laughs> you, if you watch those medical videos where they have like um, like a baby coming out and, and you're like, they're showing you what it looks like. The way that that shit expands like this to let a human come out. Oh my God. It's horrifying. (laughs) It's horrifying. It is. It's horrifying, but it's also incredible. Like it's like, so no, I look at my body like, and I'm like, dang, I was like, I got really big with my pregnancy. Like little kids would be like, daddy, does she have two kids in there? I was like, Oh, and and then when you see like the baby come out and you look at your body and it's like yo you still look pregnant you're just like whoa and then to see the progression is like this is insane this is amazing incredible it's unbelievable it's truly like insane how talented people like it's like such a indescribable like 
thing that I think women are capable of or people with uteruses are so capable of, of growing humans and then giving birth to them and then raising them and then working at the same time. That's insane. Yeah. That's insane, girl. And then on here, so some of these comments, like this one says, I find it to be true about women being annoying when they come back after having kids. I find it to be true. They're always off because their kids are sick or it's school holidays, so they need to be off to watch them. Um, That's not true. (laughs) That's not true. I mean... They don't even give you time off to have the kid. What do you mean they're going to give you time off when their kid is sick? They don't care. But also have a little compassion. I mean... Everyone takes time off. Like sometimes yes. you'll take time off because you're hungover. You don't have to have kids. <laughs> like you know what I mean. Like so yeah. everyone, everyone calls in sick and has yeah. times off. Sometimes People you call out because you just don't want to go. Yeah. And but then it's like it's so annoying when they have to do it because their kids yeah. need them. That's insane. You just have to have a little. Comp- People need to have more compassion. Girl, I once had to call out of something like a work engagement. I literally had to call out because my dog couldn't stop throwing up. Can you imagine if that was a human? You know what I mean? I was literally like, I can't go. I have to take my dog Honestly, to the hospital. Honestly, it's probably more accepting that it's your dog. <laughs> literally. <laughs> That's why I was like, like I literally, my dog will not stop throwing up. I have to take him to the emergency room. I literally have to take him. And I canceled everything that day. That's what I'm saying. Can you imagine, like, if it's another human that you're responsible for for the rest of their lives? Yeah. Like, of course you're going to take time off if right. you need to. That's kind of, like, I don't get why people that get seems so common upset. sense to me. <laughs> why do you care? That's what I was right. saying. Why do you care, girl? Like, I don't understand. And this, honestly, like, this attitude is so, it's so, like you said, it's so void of empathy. There's just none whatsoever. This next one says, it's your choice to have children. Okay. Okay. It was, it's also your choice to date that guy that you, that is treating you like shit. And then you talk, <laughs> and then you talk, it's like every, everybody makes choices and they're, yeah. you know what I mean? And there's good and bad to every choice. Yeah. I don't get when people say that you chose to have kids. Yeah, I did. But there's there's with the good is also bad yeah you literally can't have one without the other and that's with every choice you make in life that's why i'm like you Who chose dating, to get bangs when kids, you got broken up with right and, and did that work your out? hair choices yeah. your job that's what you i'm choose saying your job do you like it sometimes no do you complain to your friends yeah so like i don't get why people get <laughs> so mad when moms when go- it's involved in, with women it's always just with women it is it's it's rarely ever about children it's about women like yeah. it's always just like this very rampant misogyny uh, that's embedded in every single aspect of life, including having children. And I would like to know, how can we call it working moms and not working dads? Literally. They're just like, oh, he went to work. But she's like, she's a working mom. Right. <laughs> but then if you call yourself a working mom, even then they're like, oh, so you spent time away from your kids. It's like what you said. It's you just like, can't win, you know? There's no winning. Yeah, no it can't win for losing, honestly. This last one says, I don't have kids and the amount of times I've had to take on more work to cover for these women who have kids. I mean, well, look at that. You are blessed to be able to work. (laughs) You just said you don't have kids, (laughs) so you're available, right? You have time. There you go. So you have the time. Okay, there you go. Did you get paid for those days? There you go. Right. Yeah. Did she? No. (laughs) If she went home early, did she get paid for that day? No, she did not. (laughs) And she took that L. She was like, I don't care. Don't pay me. Right. I'm going home. Like, yeah, most people that make these comments don't have kids. So, yeah, and they're very, and they're also like a lot of times misogynistic. So, it's a real Venn diagram, honest. The Venn diagram is a circle, to be honest. Okay, this next video says the video shows a mom working on the computer with text over the screen that says, Working moms, let's talk about this. 
We are not okay. We work full-time inside and outside the home. We juggle work and family schedules. We struggle to present both roles and every day is a rinse and repeat. Give yourself grace. Which I think is fine. Yeah. That's fair. I don't think that's a bad thing at all. Well, I think that's a reminder to women that like you're doing a lot. So just because even me, I beat myself up all the time. Like really I've gotten better at it, but it was really hard for me to transition and into this new role and also not be able to fulfill my other roles as much as I did before. And I always feel like I'm not doing enough. I'm not, I'm like when I'm trying to pick up the ball here, I'm dropping the ball here and like, I'm trying to go here and I'm dropping it here. And it's like, I finally have come to terms that I can't like, I can do it all, but I can't do it all every day. And I'm just like, I was trying to just be the same person that I was before kids. And I can't be that person more. I have to be this new person, which is great. It's like, I just needed to accept that. And so we're already giving ourselves so much guilt on our own. We don't need, like, they don't need more guilt. Yeah. Outside of mom guilt. You have it all the time, all day. Yeah. It's kind of like where, when people say like, no one's ever going to be meaner to yourself than you. Mm -hmm. So like, Nothing anyone could say when they're criticizing how you mother or how or how you parent um, is not something you haven't already said to yourself. Yeah. Like something where you feel hypercritical of yourself, I guarantee nine times out of ten, it's exactly what they're what they're trying to project onto you. And even worse, probably. Right. Because mom guilt is real. Parent guilt in general is very real. And didn't you I think you launched your companies after you had. Uh, Ocean, right? Literally, I launched my cup. I launched eyewear right before I had Ocean and yeah. like even restocked while right after I gave birth. We were like on Zoom doing a restock in the hospital. Oh my God. And I remember my husband was sitting there and uh, Ocean is a newborn. He took like his first poop and he was like changing the diaper on Zoom with That's like crazy. our full team and trying to run this restock that we had scheduled. Yeah. You know, and so we had, we did basically had a baby and launched the brand same time All during the a pandemic. It yeah, was, during the pandemic. I was trying to sell eyewear when we could go outside. It was like, it was really a wild time for me. <laughs> and you launched Desi Skin. Too. Yeah, I launched Desi Skin a little bit after that. Like, yeah. For, yeah. Not too long after. That's crazy. But yeah, it's, it's been wild. Yeah. Especially when you, when you think about like the first few months, like you said, are so difficult for you personally, let alone having a newborn. And it's your first baby. Yeah. And then on top of that, you got another baby, which is your business, which you also have to tend to yeah. and care for. And it's just like this, what you said, it's exactly what you said, which is like, it's just never enough. Like no matter like to, to public perception and people who are hypercritical of moms who work, it's just never enough. No matter what you do, it's just constantly. Yeah. I kind of want to see a, like a person that has all these comments. I would love to see their perfect scenario for a mother. Like what is your perfect scenario to where this is a successful mom that isn't to you to you (laughs) that isn't bothering anyone else it's not like (laughs) like she's not mooching she's not this she's not just a stay-at-home mom like i would like to see that because i feel like seriously show me the way (laughs) if you know so much you know let me know let me know if i could do better let me know right you seem to talk a lot like you got you know a lot so yeah. let me know what girl. is it any like tips you got let me know i think that what would fix everything is just people having more compassion that's it like i feel yeah. like the world would be so much better if everyone absolutely. just could actually have the the um capability to put themselves in someone else's shoes you know? absolutely and it's also um like we talked about 
the misogynistic aspect of it is like what you said, like it's always working mom, never working dad. It's never like the standards that women are held to as parents is much different than the standards men are held to. It's kind of like they're spending time with kids, but you're taking care of your kids. Right. I saw actually saw a video on Twitter recently of a girl. She's a 19 year old mother of two. And she had posted a video of her making lunch for her kids or dinner. And it was like she put pieces of pizza and then she did like some chips and then some strawberries, like yeah. blueberries, whatever. She was getting eaten alive. Like people were like, that's such a horrible meal to feed your children. I'm like, she's not even old enough to drink. But also, I'm sorry. Sometimes all this kid will eat is yeah. pizza or mac and cheese or something like, and they go through phases where literally you're just happy that they're eating. I don't even care. Like, I'm just glad you're eating right now. And it's just, we're all trying to do our best. Some nights it'd be like that, you know, where yeah. it's like, damn, I don't have any food. Like I didn't like, let me just give you this. And yeah. they're eating. They're fine. Trust yeah, me. They're, they're fucking fine. They're surviving. They're yeah. doing good. They're you can't okay. always be doing these gourmet meals. And, and then when you do, they like throw the plate on the floor and you're just like, <laughs> Yeah. Most of it's in their hair. They didn't even eat it. <sighs> yeah, my are your kids picky, picky eaters or uh, were they? Like, listen, my son was such a good eater, but now he's in his. I just want pretzels, mac and cheese, and like <laughs> that's his phase right now. That's it's it. Like yogurt, pretzels, mac and cheese. <laughs> that's it. And then one day, yeah, and then that's crazy. One day he'll he'll be like, oh, can I get bread with butter? And I'm like, okay, thank God, he's gonna eat something. I make him bread and butter, and he's like, no, I don't he's want like, this. This What's is this? mac and cheese. What's this? <laughs> I'm like, you're bullying me right now. Like, <laughs> these kids are bullying me, dude. It's hard. And then, like, you know, I remember back in the day, he would be eating like fish and broccoli, and that he was such a good eater, and he yeah. just flipped a flipped a switch on me. That's crazy. <laughs> That's so funny. You uh, have I, no control. Yeah, I think I was like, I was a pretty picky eater, but like my shit couldn't touch. So if yeah. the shit touched, my mom would have to remake it. Yeah. She would just take it over there and be like, I remade it. Right. And give no. it back to me. But I would like, free, I wouldn't eat. Like, I'm like, nah. My son's kind of like that. Like, sometimes he'll be like, oh, I didn't tell. No, he'll like scream and say, I didn't want it in slices. I said big pieces. Like, the way I cut it triggers him. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm just sitting there, like, hanging on by a thread, like, <laughs> twitching. That's God. so funny. My brother used to refuse to eat, um, any fruits with skins on it oh, so like no that's a lot of apples yeah. yeah but like he just he'd see it and he'd be like i'm not eating that and i'd be like dude it's are so you dramatic. serious the way i have to like michelin star like prepare the <laughs> apple otherwise he's gonna throw it across the room he's like, i'm not eating that yeah he was the pickiest eater out of all three of us like my sister was like cool with whatever i was real middle of the road he refused to eat anything he had like three things max it was like spaghetti chicken nuggets yeah and like some apples but skinless like literally skinless apples like they had to have nothing on them wait till they ask for skinless grapes that's <laughs> to, to my son literally wants skinless grapes and i'm like how do you even <laughs> feel a grape? i was like that's that's a grandma thing she did this to you didn't she, she <laughs> i know she's skinning your grapes and now i have to skin your grapes Girl, thanks a lot now i thanks, have to do mom. it <laughs> That's so funny. And Grant, is she a good grandma? She's a great grandma. She's the best grandma. Yeah, she loves she loves. Sometimes the she kids. Do, does things with my kids and I'm here like, where was where were you? 
when I was a kid. Yeah, like, yeah. She, oh, that's nice. She'll literally be like fanning him and like feeding him grapes and like put his feet up. And he has his own chair. And I walk in. And I'm like, why are you doing this to him? <laughs> like, he's going to be such a diva now. Because yeah, you're doing this. little that's, prince. That's what grandparents do, though. That's just their job. Skin is blessed. Is to is to not be the bad guy. That's always you, right? They that's run to me. grandma. Yeah. Do are they mama's kids? Are they more dad? Are they real split down the middle? They flip the they flip the switch all the time. So really? sometimes they'll good. really want me, and sometimes they really want Ocean. I mean yeah. Stephen. Yeah, well, that's so. good. It's, but they always want grandma. No, no. Sometimes they're like, I don't want to go to grandma's house. I want to stay here with you. Like he hates when we have to work, and oh, you know if yeah. we're somewhere, he's like, I don't want to. He can always like sense it, probably. Yeah, you guys he are just, ready. He really just decides who he wants to be with all the time. It's always someone different. Some days it's grandma, sometimes it's me, <laughs> which is nice. And you know what's funny is they're little puppet masters, and you're just a puppet. And they talk to us all different. Like they know how to play each of us separately. Like, really? Yeah. In what way? Like. You know, he'll say the way he talks to my mom is very different than the way he talks to me or like the way he talks to Steven. He'll be a little bit more like baby talk and like whiny. But with me, he won't do that because like he knows Steven how to play him like that'll work on him. He'll be like, mommy, you're so beautiful. Can I have a pretzel? (laughs) I'm like, of course. (laughs) He's like, I know what I know what works for mom. Yeah. That's so sweet. Oh, my gosh. I fucking love that. Yeah. So just to wrap up, like, what would you say is as like someone who's obviously a mom, but you've been like a creator for a long time, you're a business owner. Like, what would you say is your best piece of advice for whether it's like prospective moms, new moms, like new parents in general, just someone who doesn't want to lose their identity when it comes to having kids and also wanting to like work and run businesses and everything like that? I think what I tell myself personally is to try and stop being the person you were before kids Mm -hmm. because we are ever evolving Mm -hmm. and it is a grieving period because you're grieving the person you were, but you should be celebrating this next chapter of your life and the person that you're becoming because there's so many beautiful moments that come with all this chaos and trying to hold on to what you were before that's that that'll cripple you a little bit and I think I did that for a while and now I'm just like no I I love it here and sometimes it's hard but like this new person is is great and you just have to kind of give yourself positive talk I'm really working on positive talk especially now after having a daughter because like I never want her to see me be like ugh. I don't like my body or like, why do I look like this? Oh, I look like shit today. Like all of those things I'm really working on because now that I have kids, they're seeing that and like all these behaviors, I never want them to pick up on. Yeah. So you just have to speak to yourself and be kind to yourself and understand that your life is going to always change. And even before kids, you're not the person you were when you were 19. You're not the person you were when you were a child. It's just another, it's just another stage. Yeah. And it doesn't, it's not worse than yeah, the last stage. No. It's just a new stage. It's a new stage. And it's it could just... be a better one. Who right. knows? Yeah. I love that. That's so sweet. And I think I want to thank you for coming on the show, first of all. Adore you forever. You're amazing and legendary. But also, I want to thank you for your vulnerability. I think that your ability to transcend like into your community and be able to have them be seen and feel valid in their, whether it's their like, bad feelings like sad feelings angry feelings or they're like euphoric amazing memorable feelings like i just want to commend you on being able to translate that i think it's amazing and i admire you a lot 
Thank you. Yeah, of course. That's so nice. That's me being soft. Don't Look get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> and then the laugh comes in. And like, that's oh, only for is. women. And yeah. anyone who's not a man. Anyways. <laughs> Thank You're you all best. so much. I love you. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the comment section. Where can everybody find you? Um, you can find me at Desi Perkins everywhere. Or if you're interested in my brands, you can find me at Desi or at Desi Skin. Period. We love to see it. Thank you so much for coming on, Desi. I appreciate you. You're amazing. And thank you all for joining us on this episode of The Comment Section Show. Don't forget, new episodes of The Comment Section drop every Wednesday. And we're exclusively on Spotify. I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.